0: Seven O Two, the Political Desk. The Democratic Alliance has not one but two cases in front of the courts in response to COVID nineteen and the President Cyril administration um, treatment of that. Uh, to help us through both of those cases is Associate Professor in Public Law at the University of Cape Town's Faculty of Law, uh, Professor Kathy Powell. Kathy, it has been a while. Lovely to chat to you. Good morning.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Africa.
0: Shall we start with the one, um, I think it is a 170-page uh, document that was submitted to the Gauteng High Court by uh, the DA's Glennis brayden um basically questioning whether or not uh, the government, the administration, should have declared a state of disaster as opposed to a state of emergency, given the levels, I suppose, of regulations that have come with it.
1: Okay, I must say at the outset, I haven't been able to lay my hands on the actual documents the Heads of Argument that the DA has produced. But I can comment on the general issue, which is, you know, which which document, which route should the president have chosen. The the National Disaster Management Act does describe this sort of situation. Um, The way it classifies a national disaster includes illness. A natural man made event that well, that leads to illness is what it says, so um, the National Disaster Management Act is one of the the valid choices in the president's arsenal at that point, point. Um, and I, I, that was what one would call an executive decision it's very difficult to find the means to for a court to declare that it was wrong. For, for that, we have only one test which is rationality. Um, and for a government act to meet rational- the rationality standard, it really is a very low hoop to jump through. So I think as long as the president is able to say, well, calling up the Disaster Management Act was connected to stopping this disaster, which by terms it clearly is, you've got a rational act. I can't see that particular application succeeding, but as I said, I haven't, I haven't read it.
0: Fair enough. I mean, one of the comments that has come through is that had he declared a state of emergency, uh, he would have needed to go effectively through Parliament um, every 21 days to then have that state of emergency extended. Whereas uh, a state of disaster allows him to continue in this manner for as long as his administration deems it necessary uh, to control the uh, threat of that, in this case, COVID-19, of course.
1: Well, that might be one of the problems with the act. Uh, the, The state of emergency, which is provided for by the constitution itself, provides minimal levels of, minimum levels of parliamentary oversight. Now, if you've got an act, you've got legislation, so it's lower on the on the hierarchy than the constitution, which is providing a means for the executive to respond to emergency with less parliamentary oversight. Um, then I could see that they could argue that the Act is unconstitutional, that the Constitution is saying that even in the very, very, very worst-case scenario, there has to be this minimum level of parliamentary oversight. And there is less, not only with the Act in itself, but the way it's being implemented. Bear in mind, though, that theoretically, the Act uh, protects the people of South Africa To the extent that it doesn't allow for any rights to be derogated from, a state of emergency does allow for rights to be derogated from. On the other hand, the way the executive is implementing this act, you'd think, they think, we're in a state of emergency. And then there's no parliamentary oversight to check on what they're doing. Uh,
0: There are some particular regulations that... uh, uh, D.A.M.P. Glynis braden uh, founding affidavit is also wanting to address and we'll get back to that in a moment, but you've already touched on what I think is the essence of uh, D.A. Interim Leader John Stienhaisen's application to the Constitutional Court, saying... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, l- Arguing less whether this should be a state of emergency or a state of disaster, but rather arguing that perhaps the state of disaster as it is currently written in the Constitution needs to be looked at so that Parliament, most importantly, can have a, a, a pivotal role of oversight over whatever the executive or the command council, in this case, and the decisions that they're making.
1: I think that's an argument worth worth a court judgment. It would be nice to have... Not only did DA make the argument, but the government tried to explain why this legislation has sufficient parliamentary oversight. Remember, we do live in a constitutional democracy where both parliament and the courts meant mental review executive action. And then I'd like to hear what a court has to say about that. My reading through the National State of Disar- the Disaster Management Act, um, the most immediate thing that struck me as unconstitutional about the Act is actually Section 61, which gives indemnity to any government official to act under it in good faith. Now, that is clearly a much lower standard of uh, accountability than the Constitution itself contains, and I'm pretty sure that would be declared unconstitutional. But it is possible, maybe, that an argument can be made that no legislation can provide a lower level of parliamentary oversight than the Constitution itself does.
0: Another argument that um, John Steinhaisen makes in his uh, documents to the Constitutional Court is that the um, Act gives far-reaching powers to uh, the Minister of Corruptive Governance and Traditional Affairs, which happens to be Dr. Ngozizana Dlamini zuma at the moment.
1: Yes, well, the actual identity of the Minister should not make a difference. The, um, I can understand why she was declared the Minister in charge of this whole thing because the Act is supposed to set up a number of bodies that coordinate efforts between the national, uh, provincial, and regional levels of government. Now, what is interesting about this particular crisis is there is no evidence that those bodies were actually set up they, they were meant to be set up in advance to have a, a crisis plan, to have a system, um, similar to what I suppose Obama set up against a pandemic while he was president that was then thrown out. Um, what it looks like is that the act is being used simply to um, to the powers that are set out in section twenty six uh, section twenty seven rather than to build on an infrastructure that hasn't been set up to handle national disasters.
0: Alright, we will leave it there, we've run out of time Kathy Powell, could have a conversation with you all morning Thank you very much for joining us this morning Associate Professor in Public Law at the University of Cape Town's Faculty of Law uh, News reports also this morning indicating that both the South African National Defence Force as well as the South African Police Services who are obviously quite instrumental in um, enforcing the laws and the regulations under Level 4 lockdown have been instructed to come up with a code of conduct under lockdown uh, regulations